WYUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with the click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to betterhelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. It's an unprecedented diamond buying opportunity at International Diamond Center. Three days only this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. IDC is rolling out the largest selection of hand-picked diamonds ever seen here. And you can buy like a dealer buys. Choose from thousands of GIA and Forevermark diamonds. These are the best of the best, certified by the world's top gem labs. Rare, precious diamonds at prices never seen before. Rounds, princess cuts, emerald cuts, cushion cuts, ovals, from 1 carat to 20 carat diamonds, all on sale. Don't be surprised to see jewelry store owners and diamond brokers shopping at this event. It's IDC's largest and most aggressive public diamond buying event ever. And if that wasn't enough, we're offering zero interest financing. Plus, for these three days, you get extra savings and incentives on all engagement ring mountings, including Takori. Don't miss this amazing opportunity. An open-to-the-public, multi-million dollar diamond buying event. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only. And only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Unapproved credit restrictions may apply. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Prognostication Friday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Uh, Jamie and Christina are co-producing the show today. Um, it's going to be kind of a uh, up-and-down show in the sense of uh, who we're having on today. The NCAA president, Mark Emmert, uh, was in town, uh, and he held a, a seminar, if you will, 
uh, about NIL, and he did that over at the Rights Union. Uh, I asked if he would come to the studio today, and the answer is yes. The NCAA president, Mark Emmert, will be live here in the studio. Uh, I will do a segment with him, uh, a little Q&A, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, also, our Megan Borowski, our weather forecaster, will come on in the 1 o'clock hour to give you the latest weather forecast, not only for the day today, but for the game tomorrow night. So that is what we have in the docket. And, of course, prognostication Friday. And I don't know when uh, Mark Emmert will be here, but we'll do it as long as we can until he arrives. The games we will do. And I must tell you, there aren't great games this week. Alabama, Texas, Louisville, UCF, South Carolina, Arkansas, Wake Forest, Vanderbilt. How about Vandy in the uh, Pick'em days, huh? Uh, Texas A&M, and uh, you know who they're playing, right? Yeah. Uh, Baylor, BYU, and, of course, the score of the Gator game and why. So it's Appy State who's playing A&M. So those are the games we will prognosticate today. Also, um, I did a uh, little research. Gator Volleyball, before I go, uh, winning today uh, over Georgia Southern, three games to none. And uh, they'll play Florida Gulf Coast tonight. You can hear that at about 7.15. Our football coverage begins tomorrow at 3 o'clock. I'll tell you what, Shane and I were at the bookstore last week, and it was jam-packed there. Uh, so you can stop by and see us and say hello. We'll be there from 3 to 4 o'clock tomorrow. Gators soccer plays this weekend on the road. Uh, then they start SEC play next week. So that's what's on the docket. Uh, I had a gentleman email me about officiating. And I wanted to specifically uh, answer the email. It was Jerry. And Jerry said he disagrees that conference officials are not an advantage. Conference officials are managed by a conference official head. That's true. Officials gather together to decide just how certain penalty offenses will be called. That's false. That is false. I spoke to a former SEC official today who told me this, so you understand. Officials do get together, and they go over tendencies of both teams. Do they line up wrong? You know, do they, what, what, they go over that. But they do not, repeat, do not gather together to decide how certain penalties will be called. They do go over tendencies. It was interesting in the game, and he also said there was no question that that sideline catch, no catch, should have been reviewed. That no question. Um, so, Jamie, Jamie, could you get the door? Mark Emmert's here. Uh, let him in, please. Thank you. Um, he's right there. Right there. Okay. Um, thank you. And uh, anyway, he said that that, that play along the sideline should have been reviewed and that when it came down to the last part of the game, the reason why the clock was changed so many times 
was because the Pac-12 officials decided if the game was close, they were going to keep the time on the field. And that's exactly why uh, those clock changes were done. So I wanted to respond to Jerry. Uh, with that, Daryl, uh, you're on. Welcome. Hey, Steve. It's Daryl. Yep. Steve, let me get, get my picks in real quick. Um, go with it. All right. Bama, Texas. Uh, Bama. Louisville, UCF. Steve, I didn't know John Rice Plumley uh, transferred to UCF over to uh, Austin. Yep. So give me UCF. South Carolina, Arkansas. Give me the Hogs. Uh, Wake Forest, Vandy. Vandy. Wow. Appy State, Texas A&M. Be close for a little bit. Give me a and Too much speed, too much depth. Baylor, BYU. Uh, BYU. And Kentucky, score, you know, Kentucky, Florida score and why? 27-17 Florida. Steve, I just feel that Florida's going to carry the momentum over from last weekend and this weekend. They had not forgot what happened to Lexington last year. All right. Daryl, appreciate it. Thank you very much. By the way, the NCAA president, Mark Emmert, is here. Uh, and he will be joining us here shortly, and I really appreciate him doing this. Jim says, occurred to me we have had a lot of starting quarterbacks transfer the past few years, six in the last ten years. Is that indicative of the way college football is now, or is it coaching? He can understand a backup transferring when it becomes clear he's not the guy. Maybe it became clear to these starters that they wouldn't be the guy next year, like Emory, with the exceptions of Treon, Harris, and Emory Jones. Most would to have success, four of them in the NFL. Jim, it's a great question, but I, I don't know that there's an answer. I think there's a lot of different reasons why uh, quarterbacks, players transfer. You know, sometimes they're a graduate transfer. They've already had, you know, their time to play at one school. They want to go get a chance to play. Maybe they think there's a better system they can be more productive in, and that's one of the reasons they transfer. In Greer's case, I think we all know why that happened. So I think it just depends, really, on what the particular situation is. Uh, let's see here. Going to get some more emails. Doug says, unquestionably, great having a huge in and loud Gator crowd at home football games. It provided an advantage to Florida. He says the benefit was predominantly the energy provided for the Gators. I don't believe Utah was as adversely affected as other fans seem to think. They only had two procedure penalties. Uh, I didn't see anything that told me Utah was having communication problems. I agree. I agree. Uh, Utah was not affected by the heat. I don't think Utah was affected by the crowd. Um, but uh, still, you can certainly say it benefited Florida from having um, you know, all of those fans there. And again, it's a sellout tomorrow night. And then... Uh, We'll get one more email, and then we'll bring Mark Emmert here. Um, Larry says, uh, uh, do you know if, uh, well, he says, is it going to rain? I don't know, Larry. I don't know. Um, I'll have to wait and see. But Megan Borowski will be here at the uh, top of the, or the, uh, about 1.15, 1.30 or so to let us know. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We will bring in. The NCA president, Mark Emmert, who will join us live here. 1211 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Molly Cooper. 
The number 16 Gators volleyball team is playing two matches today in the Sunshine Invitational. In their first match, Florida swept Georgia Southern in three sets and look to do the same as they take on Florida Gulf Coast tonight. Tune in for live coverage of the game right here at 7.15. On Saturday, September 10th, number 12 Florida football hosts a top 25 matchup against number 20 Kentucky in the Swamp. After beating Utah 29-26, the Gators hope to continue this success. The Rays start a three-game set in the Bronx tonight against the Yankees. They look to pick up more ground in the division standings as they claw their way back from 15 games back to now a mere four and a half. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Molly Cooper. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Fall is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing makes you feel relaxed like you know you're part of the family and that's I want an exceptional work um, that's why I came to exceptional in exceptional dentistry it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the with the team here love dr. art this is dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome we're here for you please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com that's exceptionaldentistry.com too many people buy the lie if I do enough then I'll be good enough they try to earn their way to heaven but the truth is we're never good enough for the Bible says we have to be perfect to enter into heaven good luck with that but good news, Jesus paid the penalty for our sin. So when we accept him, we are made right with God. Then our lives begin to change. Our hearts are transformed. Our desires begin to line up with God's. We have an inner want to because of the grace that we've received, and God's Spirit empowers us to do so. The truth is simple. No matter what your past, your pain, or your doubts, God's love offers us peace. His grace offers us a fresh start. His forgiveness frees us from past sin and shame. Knowing God's heart changes our hearts. The greatest miracle in life is a transformed heart through Jesus. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community with programs like Law Talk Live on the Sky every Saturday at 1030. 
You can also join our podcast, Melden Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 other audio platforms. Melden Law, the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Welcome back to Sports Scene. Later on today, we will have our normal prognostication Friday, your chance to call in and pick some of the key college football games. You'll also get an updated weather forecast about uh, game night tomorrow. But now, it is my pleasure to bring in live with us the NCAA president, Mark Embert, who's been kind enough to join us today. Mark, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, Steve. Oh, Christina, take, put his mic on, please. There you go. There you go. There we go. Okay. Um, for <laughs> well, those who don't know, Mark, uh, you were in town today. You, you had an event over at the Rights Union. For those who don't know, tell us about that, why you were here. Well, uh, pre-COVID, Steve, I, I made a habit of being on campuses as many times a year as I could, and, and I'm finally now coming out of COVID, finally able to get back around the country. And uh, I, I was down here today. I met with the president and the athletic director. We went through your fantastic new football training facility that was incredible and then and then we did a uh, we did an event at the student union where we uh, we had a session on the nature of name image and likeness it was a particular focus with a group of students a number of whom are for, former athletes a few current athletes here at florida and uh, we had a really really good discussion uh, with one of your faculty members so it couldn't have, couldn't have been better really really great questions from the students uh, really uh, Good frank discussion. Just going to ask you about that. What were some of the questions they asked? What was some of the feedback and the discussion like when you did that? Well, look. First of all, I was trying to explain what the state of affairs is right now because it's confused to say the least. We've now got uh, 30 different states with different state laws that uh, overlap in some areas, conflict in others. Uh, we at the NCAA, the the association, which means the schools are unable to put together a single set of national rules because of those state laws. And similarly, we've got a group of, uh, of judgments from uh, the court system that make it um, risky from an antitrust point of view to, to be too aggressive. So we've got, a, we've got a bit of a mess on our hands and we badly need Congress to help us out. And so I was talking to the students about that. Uh, they are mostly students in sports management programs and studying this area. So they they had questions about how to manage the conflicts, how to manage these complex collectives, how to uh, engage in um, the revenue-producing activities of NIL, uh, how to try to maintain competitive fairness in this model. They were all really thoughtful uh, young men and women, very, very impressive students. Mark, if Congress does not step in 
what's what's the alternative if that takes place well the the rules right now are uh, as as in engaged as they can be in terms of how much restriction can be placed on individual schools with state laws like like Florida. Uh, and and I just am afraid that if we can't get congressional agreement on what a single set of rules would be, uh, we're going to continue to see the the growth of of inequities and the use of of NIL for inducements rather than genuine, uh, payments for name, image, and likeness. I, I want to be really clear, though, Steve. I am delighted that young men and young women, uh, the athletes at a place like Florida and everywhere around the country, are are having an opportunity to get to get funds through NIL NIL opportunities. It's it's great to see the creativity of some of them in a lot of these arrangements. It's great to see them being supported by communities. Uh, that all works really, really well, and I'm I'm very happy about that. But on the other hand, the the system needs some guardrails. It needs some sensible guardrails, uh, and absent those, I think it continues to uh, to uh, get engaged in areas where it shouldn't be, which is just outright inducements to bring students to a campus. Let me flip a script here. Where do you see the future of college football going? Expansion. Uh, I mean, the other day, a conference commissioner basically said, uh, "We're pointing over there." to go, you know, expand. Where do you see the future of college football? Well, I expect that we'll see more consolidation. Uh, the NCAA, of course, doesn't have anything to do with the configuration of conferences. That's the conference presidents themselves that make those choices. Uh, but I think we'll continue to see some level of consolidation among the the most elite football programs. Uh, the economics lead it that way. Uh, I, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I think it's going to be more competitive among the conferences in, in trying to lure schools away. Uh, it's anything but collegial right now. In fact, you see, as you pointed out, you see comments like that that are pretty blatantly threatening. And, and um, we need the conferences, the conference commissioners, the school presidents to, to cooperate and be collegial for setting national policies and not be at each other's throats. And we need some of this to calm down. Uh, you, NIL is certainly out there, Mark, but from where you sit as the NCAA president, what are some other issues that are at your forefront that you want to see either changed or uh, you know discussed more? Well, we've certainly got to have more sanity around all of the transfer policies right now. So allowing... Uh, students in the five sports that were previously prohibited, football, men's, women's, basketball, baseball, softball, allowing those athletes to transfer once without penalty makes good sense. And I think it was a wise decision to change that rule, and I'm glad the schools did. Um, but we, when you combine in with that the, the NIL environment where uh, some of these collectives are potentially just doing blatant inducements to encourage someone to transfer. It it makes it makes it very hard for a coach to build a team to to develop a young man or a young woman to uh, to have any sense that they are building a team rather than just collecting a roster. I think that's a fundamental problem that we've got to resolve. I think also we've got to really focus on where we're going with the the level of and the volume of competition for for college athletes. If you if you look at the uh, 
that a 12-team CFP playoff, which I support, by the way. I think that's a great, a great place to be. Uh, the teams that are going to finish that season in the last game, they're going to play a, a lot of football. And these are young men that are still growing and developing. Um, they're students. They've got exams in, in December, figuring out a schedule that gives them enough rest and rehab time and doesn't put them at risk is going to be a big challenge. Um, like any organization, Mark, the NCAA has had its critics. So as you look at the future of the NCAA, what its role is, where do you see that? <laughs> yeah, we've had our share of critics. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a very polite thing to say, Steve. <laughs> yeah, of course we've had our critics. Look, the, the association is responsible for, for two sometimes contradictory things. Uh, on on the one hand, the NCA and and remember that the the rules, all the rules that people, whether they love them or hate them, they're not made by anybody who works for the NCA. Those rules are made by the schools, and the association office, my office, brings all those schools together, and they're the ones that sit down, kind of like Congress, for for better and for worse, kind of like Congress. They sit down and they decide on what the rules are, and 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 though the national office. Uh, we we do two things. One is we run 90 national championships, the most famous, of course, being March Madness. And, and that is this wonderful celebration of college sports, right? It's everything we love about college sports. It's, it's the best. And then on the other hand, we're also uh, given the task of enforcing the rules that the schools have put in place. And nobody likes that. Everybody hates that because it means you're – you're telling somebody they're not playing by the rules and they got to shape up and behave themselves. So uh, people in general really love the the championship side of it and they generally really don't like the enforcement side of it. Uh, I I want, uh, in my remaining time as president, to, to try and sort those two things out so we can place as much emphasis as we possibly can on the championship side, that celebratory side, the component that everybody loves, uh, that we place as much emphasis as we can on helping uh, our athletes be successful as students uh, and and athletes and keeping them healthy and safety safety excuse me healthy and safe and send them out into the world uh, ready to take on their next challenge. Um, true or false here? You, I mean, look, there's a there's a section of fans that think everybody cheats, just a matter of getting caught. The NCAA won't enforce. Are there less people now, Mark, in enforcement than there used to be that, that look and, and try to decide these things? Yeah, no, that's, that's not true at all. But what has occurred is, you know, as the, as the stakes in college sports have risen, um, the, the system that was put in place 20, 30, 40 years ago uh, was one for... Um, mutual collegial agreement that that when someone is accused a campus is accused of wrongdoing then the school is a partner in helping find a resolution of that problem what really happened what didn't happen and and then you you had another group called committee on infractions which is sort of a jury if you will they look at all the facts and they decide it that works pretty darn well when people are being collegial and cooperative it doesn't work very well at all when everybody's at each other's throats and increasingly, uh, it's probably a societal issue as much as anything, increasingly people are at each other's throats and the, uh, the process becomes drug out, it becomes harder, people are less forthcoming with the facts. 
The NCA doesn't have subpoena power. If somebody doesn't want to give us some information, we can't force them to give it to us. And so if they're not cooperative, then it becomes very, very hard. So we, we have a lot of people in enforcement. We have a lot of people doing their jobs. They work very hard. They're very good people. They want to resolve things fairly and equitably. Uh, but it's just becoming more difficult. Can he stay one more segment? Is that okay? Okay. All right. We'll do one more. 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Guys, hello. Okay. We're going to take a break. Come back. More with the NCAA president, Mark Emmert, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. How do you decide who to call when you're injured in an accident? Don't call a branch office of a figurehead that lives in a far-off city. Call an attorney that is local to your community, one that gives back to your community and wins cases right here in Gainesville. I'm Jack Fine with Fine Farcash and Parla Piano, and I live here in this community with you. We go to the same grocery stores as you. We attend the Gator football games with you. When we are fighting against insurance companies for our clients, it's personal. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with the click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to betterhelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. International Diamond Center's All Takori Weekend is here this Friday through Sunday. It's your best opportunity to experience the magic of Takori. With exciting incentives, Takori is the brand above all brands in bridal and fashion. Handcrafted in California by true artisans, Takori sets the standard. IDC's flying in the entire Takori collection for this three-day event, including all new, never-seen-before designs with stunning beauty from every angle. And if you purchase any Takori engagement ring at this event, you'll get 12 months zero interest financing, plus a 500 dollar gift card on us. Buy the matching band and get another $500. Buy his band and get another $500. That's $1,500 total. And while you're here, you can match that perfect ring with the most exquisite diamond the world has to offer. As IDC opens up the vault, showcasing our largest GIA and Forevermark diamond selection ever. Don't miss this spectacular and unprecedented three-day event. International Diamond Center's All Takori Weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Only at IDC at Celebration Point. On approved credit restrictions may apply. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. 
Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Increasing cloudiness today, highs in the mid to upper 80s, and numerous showers and thunderstorms are expected. Some could produce excessive rainfall rates. A flood watch is in effect for the Swanee Valley and the Big Bend through late Saturday, early Sunday morning. On top of that, a few thunderstorms this afternoon could get strong enough to produce damaging straight-line winds, maybe even a stray tornado. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Rob in South Carolina. Man, why are you guys disrespecting uh, Stratford, man? Don't call in here talking about I'm disrespecting someone. Then you can't remember their name and then you say the wrong name. Yo, Max, no, you're disrespecting um uh, yeah, my grandma. So don't 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 tell me you're so high on Stafford you can't remember his name and then you call him Stafford. P, J, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Gators head football coach Billy Napier. Join me every Monday evening at 6 for Gator Talk right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Don't forget Sean with us every Thursday to give us his take on the upcoming game. But today, our pleasure to have live in the studio the NCAA president, Mark Emmert. He will be with us for one more segment. Mark, I know we just talked about this off air. Uh, Your tenure is going to end for sure on June 30th. Have you had a chance to sort of, you know, look back and, you know, see some of the things that have happened and some of the things you've done as the president? (laughs) Well, not as much as I'd probably like yet, Steve, but... uh, I'm still looking forward as we work through a lot of issues this fall. I will be uh, replaced as soon as they hire a new president or June 30th, whichever comes first. And the board is out in the marketplace or about to be in the marketplace looking for a new president. And that's that's exciting. Uh, in terms of looking backward, uh, it's it's actually pretty closely tied with what we're trying to do right now. And that is just focus on these athletes make sure that we're doing everything we can to be supportive of them. And I'm, I'm proud of where we've come over the past 12 years. If I, I earlier today was walking through your uh, amazing new football facility and was looking at uh, the, the, the dining hall that was in there and, and the, uh, uh, the snack station, their nutrition station, I guess they call it, and all of the food and support that's there. And, you know, as, as, 
bizarre as it seems, when I started this job in 2010, much of that wasn't allowed, right? You had these absurd rules about what you could and couldn't do with food. You had the, this <laughs> crazy standard where you could, you could provide snacks all day long, and a bagel was a snack, but if you put peanut butter on it, now it's a meal, and you couldn't do that. I mean, that's, and so <laughs> we now have schools competing over who can provide the best nutrition. Well, what a good thing that is, but people were opposed to it way back when. We, we had rules that prohibited, that, that banned schools from offering multi-year scholarships, which is absurd. We had no... Uh, we had no full cost of attendance to provide students with support for all their miscellaneous expenses. We didn't have summer tuition support like we have now. And uh, all of that's resulted in much healthier student athletes, much better medical care, physical care, um, much better graduation rates. Graduation rates of student athletes have gone up pretty much every year that I've, I've been in office because um, we've been producing some policies that allow schools to do more for them. So the legacy to me is that, you know, have we, have we improved uh, the, the opportunities and the support for athletes and the success that they're seeing on and off the field and in the classroom and out? And the answer is unequivocally yes. Sometimes if a school is uh, sanctioned or uh, they get sent the letter by the NCAA, it seems it takes at times very long time to adjudicate something. Is there, is that just a case-by-case -case basis? It takes forever sometimes. It's so frustrating. And, and like everybody, I see the, the outcome sometimes uh, of that where you, you have the Committee on Infractions, that, which is the group that actually renders a judgment, you know, pass a sentence, if you will. They make the right decision about uh, some party's guilt, and they wind up imposing a postseason ban, for example, or reduced scholarships. Well, it's on, it's often on kids that had nothing to do with this, right? So you're, you're punishing the innocent, if you will. I, I hate that as much as anybody does. The, the difficulty is, again, as we were saying beforehand, the processes right now, and this just, there was just a, some changes just literally a week ago on all this that the board approved, but the, the processes allow for so many appeals and so much deliberation and adjudication that back when this was a collegial cooperative process, it worked fine. But now that it's at more adversarial, it gets drawn out and drawn out and drawn out, just like we see in our court system in the U.S. right now. So just last week, in fact, the, the Division I board passed a new policy that will, that will shorten up some of that time frame a lot and will uh, hopefully get some of these decisions rendered in a much, uh, much faster pace than we see right now. And I really, one of the things I hope I can impact before I'm done is I, I really would love to find more effective ways of uh, passing judgment and, and sanctioning wrongdoers because you want to do that. It's not fair to the, to the schools that are playing by the rules to let them get away with it. But to you know, hand down punishments that don't uh, that don't impact the innocent because that's way too often the student athletes um, in this. You know, there's a lot of talk um, on the football side of you know maybe student athletes forming a union uh, that they become employees. Um, I, that seemed far fetched five years ago. To me, it doesn't seem so far fetched now. Your thoughts on that? 
I can tell you what I think makes sense. First of all, I think it makes great sense to recognize the effort of uh, college athletes that is used to build the brand of a school, right? So I ran LSU. I know what it meant when we won a championship at LSU. I know what it meant when I was at Washington. I was at the University of Connecticut when when we won our first basketball championship. The impact that success has on the school overall is is profound, in recruiting students and recruiting professors and you know building the community around the university. That's one of the many reasons that that schools do this, right? It's you know it's not they don't they don't run sports because it's philanthropic. They do it because they think there's some benefit to the athletes and some benefit to the school. So finding a way to recognize, probably through name, image, and likeness support, the, the brand ambassador role, if you will, that athletes play for the school makes really good sense to me. So let me give you an example. So okay. you could say, look, at, at this university, in this particular conference, we know, because you can measure these things um, just by looking at marketing outcomes, we know that these athletes have, um, over the five years in the, on the football team, really, really promoted this school hard. So what if we said we're going to reward, the, not make them employees, but reward their name, image, and likeness use that they, that they contributed to the school um, just like they were doing a car sponsorship or any other sponsorship deal, and we're going to be allowed to give the team, I'm making numbers up here, uh, sure. a, you know, a million dollars. Maybe it's 10, I don't know, but whatever the right number is. And then the school has the ability to spread that among those kids who have been part of that, that effort. It's going to vary from campus to campus, vary from program to program. Obviously, some, some sports are much more visible than others, and, but you could do that. I think that, that I think would be fair. There's a lot of complexity in it, I know, but that's doable. Turning athletes, college athletes, into employees is an inherently bad idea. And the reason is because you can't just turn some of them into employees. They have to all be employees. It's not about which ones make money. It's about employment law. So if the football team's an employee, so is the golf team. And, and you wind up having to have employment policies, state-level employment policies or federal-level employment policies that govern all of sport then. So you don't recruit kids, you hire them. You don't, you don't take... You know, you don't cut them, you, you fire them if they don't perform. Uh, Title IX doesn't apply anymore because Title IX is about education. If they're employees, they're not, edu- you know, they're not students now, they're employees. So Title IX doesn't apply. There's a whole host of reasons why it doesn't make sense. And then having them being unionized, well, you got some union states and you got some right-to-work states and some are private, would be private employees, some would be state employees. It, it, it just is unworkable. But that doesn't mean there's not an economic interest that they have. It's been a pleasure to have you here. I hope you enjoyed your stay. And very, very much so. Hope today was good uh, in, in doing the NIL talk. So thank you very much, and thank you for taking the time. Good to be with you. That good. is the NCA President Mark Emmert. 1243, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. More to come on Sports and ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to $1,044 per year when you switch to Direct Auto, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote at directauto.com. Data from August 2021. New customer survey. Savings, if any, vary. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I recently spoke to my friend and trusted realtor, Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. As the real estate market continues to shift and home sellers like you have serious questions about when to sell and for how much, or what if you need to buy and you also have a home to sell? This is why you need to get to know Scott Caldwell like I have. He's a great guy. The only agent I would trust to sell my home because he's helped hundreds of families this year alone. Trust Scott to help you sell fast and for the most money, no matter what your situation is. Scott has upfront written guarantees and thousands of buyers giving you the added confidence to sell right now. In fact, Scott will sell your home at your agreed-to price and time frame, or he'll buy it. Call Scott Caldwell today, 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000, or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. In 1971, Jeffrey Meldon established the Meldon Law Firm. Since that time, Meldon Law Firm has been committed to helping people in need. In addition to recovering millions for clients injured in accidents, Jeffrey has written consumer guides to help folks understand how to protect themselves in the event of an accident. At Meldon Law, we won't back down in representing our clients on their road to recovery after suffering an injury. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law with offices in Ocala, Gainesville, and Lake City. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. Are you having trouble finding the perfect pre-owned RV at the right price? Stop looking in all the wrong places and try RVUniverse.com. RVUniverse.com has thousands of RVs for sale, including motorhomes, travel trailers, fifth wheels, and campers for every budget. RVUniverse.com makes it easy to buy an RV directly or find a dealer near you. You can even apply for financing right on the site. Visit RVUniverse.com today and start planning your next adventure. Gator fans make a fashion statement this season from a huge selection of shirts, jackets, backpacks, hats, and hundreds of other Gator Gear products at the UF Bookstore on campus at the Rights Union. Gator Gear is among the most fashionable gear you can have. Choose from hundreds of orange and blue designs, plus the largest selection of new Jordan sideline apparel and Nike collections. In school or out of school, the UF Bookstore is the place to gear up for game day. Wear the orange and blue to every game, indoors or outdoors. Get yours at the UF Bookstore. Go Gators! The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Hope you enjoyed uh, the NCAA president live here on Sports Scene after being here on campus today. And, uh, you know, the NCAA, I have been a critic of the NCAA and uh, am still a critic of the NCAA and certain things like the thing I talked to him about, about how long it takes to adjudicate things. Uh, But I appreciate his uh, coming up here. All right. Prognostication Friday. We will pick Alabama, Texas, Louisville, UCF, South Carolina, Arkansas, Wake Forest, Vandy, Appy State, A&M, Baylor, BYU, and the Gator game. Gator man, hello. What's going on, Steve? I don't get to my picks. I got five of them. I got Arkansas 31, USC 23. I got Tennessee 34, Pittsburgh 31. I got USC 40, Stanford 24. I got Bama 37, Texas 17. And as far as the Gators go, here we go, Steve. The Gator train is coming. Kentucky thinks they're hot. Now, Gator man says not. To all the Gator haters, and they are plenty. Give me the Gator train 38 and the mile chat 20. And that is real, make no mistake on the bottom line being the Gator. Your Gator man, the Gator man has been on. The Gator man is gone. 38 20, Steve. The Gator get it done. All right, Gator man. Thank you. I forgot Tennessee Pittsburgh. I'll throw it in there, too. Uh, Jeff says uh, Alabama, A&M, Arkansas, Baylor, UCF, Wake Forest, Gators, 23-21. You know, it's funny. Last week, I'll bet you 75 to 80% picked Florida. I'll bet you nobody picks Kentucky this week. Just saying. Uh, And that's not to say that's bad. It's just I think that's where this goes. Um, how about last night? Buffalo, really impressive in beating the Rams. And uh, NFL kicks off. All the Florida teams playing. Bucks, Cowboys, Jets. Let me tell you something. The Jags were picked to finish second in their division by a few prognosticators. That would be like Christmas in July for Jaguar fans, wouldn't it? I think so. And a little later on, Megan Borowski's going to be here. Our weather forecaster, she'll give you the latest update on the weather, not only for the rest of today, but for game time tomorrow. Come on, people. Football day. 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. So let us talk about it. Um I got some other emails here. I'm trying to get to them. Um, Okay. James says, great interview with Mark Emmert. I specifically appreciate his answer on how difficult uh, it is for athletes to become employees of a university. I also thought he was very forward-thinking regarding his prediction of some type of NCAA compensation to players based on their ability to build the school's brand. Hard to believe this is coming from the same organization that just a few years ago penalized students for giving private lessons for little cash, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, look, I don't think they're, you know, I mean, they they got to understand you got to change. BB says, nice ad by Jordan for Brady last night. Who were those guys in the Rams uniforms? He picked the Rams. Uh, maybe just maybe L.A. shouldn't have rested two-thirds of their team preseason. He's got uh, Tennessee, Alabama big, 
Vandy Close, Arkansas Big, Baylor A&M, and he's a Saints guy. It's 27-24 Saints. Gators 27, Kentucky 20. It'll be messy, ugly, and gritty, and possibly tougher than the Utah game. Better not count on any luck this Saturday. BB, thank you. Uh, Tony is going to also, he said, with the Queen passing away, I'm pretty sure I first heard about Princess Diana's death from you during the postgame call-in show after Southern Miss in 1997. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he picks Bama, UCF, Arkansas, Wake, Big over Vandy, A&M, Baylor, Pitt, he says, hopefully, and the Gators 24-21, but Kentucky scores late to make it closer than the score might show. No layup. No, I don't think this is a layup either. Uh, uh, maybe it will be, but I don't see it. Let's bring Jerome here. Jerome, hi. How you doing, Steve? Hey, Jerome. I know you ain't heard me from me in a while, but Steve, I want to ask you a question. Do you think that the, the, the guy, I know you took the picks today, but the guy, Devin Moore, i like to see him get started on the other side of Jason Marshall. Do you think that's closer, or how do you feel that, about that? Uh, how do you mean closer? Like, do you think he's closer to getting in the starting lineup? Or? Well, they always release a depth chart, so I can tell you, you know, where he is in the depth chart, and I didn't see, you know, much change in that because, fortunately, Florida came out of the game, um, you know, relatively injury-free. Um, but if you look, Moore's behind Marshall. That's where he's listed. Well, Steve, can I ask you a question, though? Um, the, the, the guy on the other side of Marshall, it's always the guy that seems like the other team's going after, right? I understand Marshall is good, but we need those guys are undersized to me. And and that guy, Devin Moore, he he played great in that Utah game. Yeah, he's six two. Now, if you're talking about Avery Helm, he's almost six one. So, I mean, there's only a, a an inch difference in height. All right, could, could, you throw, could, you, could you throw me the team so I can give you my pick? I didn't remember, remember them. Okay. Right uh, Tennessee-Pittsburgh. I got Pittsburgh. Baylor-BYU. Baylor. Uh, Appy State, A&M. A&M. Wake-Vandy. Uh, I'll choose Vandy. I'll show them a little bit of love. Carolina-Arkansas. Arkansas. Louisville-UCF. UCF. Alabama, Texas. Alabama, B. And Gator scoring wide. 28-14. It's going to be tough. I don't think the Gators just going to jump out on them. I think we start slow, but we're going to keep it steady and um and pick up on the momentum. Um, I just want to see if Billy Napier can keep keep the Gators grounded. You know what I mean, Steve? We yeah. got a tendency to sometimes get big. I think we're bigger than what we actually are. And then we lose those games we should win. But if, we, if Billy can keep us a little level head, I think the Gators are going to shock a lot of people this season. Okay. What about my Cowboys, Steve? Well, I got the Bucks. Um, I think the Eagles are going to win the division. Wow. Cowboys will be a playoff team probably, but I think the Eagles win the division. Well, Dak going to surprise a lot of y'all this year. Dak is going to surprise a lot of y'all. Okay. We'll see. All right, Jerome. Thanks, man. Appreciate your call. By the way, uh, this just happened. Major League Baseball has passed some new rules that are going to go into effect next year. 
the competition committee approved a pitch clock of 15 seconds with the bases empty, 20 seconds with runners on, and they banned defensive shifts. Because now the alignment must include two fielders on each side of the second base bag with both feet on the dirt. And they're going to also limit pickoff moves, and they're going to expand the size of bases. How about that? If you have a comment about that, you can talk to us too. Uh, Corey, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve. Yeah, yes, I don't. I don't like the. I don't like the rules. I hate the shift, but you know, I don't. Well, it's I, going away. I, so. like, I know. I don't like a. I don't like Major League Baseball stepping in and telling somebody what they can and can't do as far as that goes. But that's every but league anyway, does that. Yeah, good guess. I just I'm not a fan of it. I mean, the NFL says opinion. what you what you can and can't do. Uh, you know, the NBA says there's well, a here's a clock. You know, here's I mean, you know. I mean, if a if an NFL team wants to bring their safety up and put them on the line, he can do it. You know, it's just it's it just that's just kind of weird. You know, but it it doesn't really create. I mean, it doesn't really create a competitive advantage because if these players will learn to beat the shift and lay down some bunts, and you know, it's just kind of it's they're just trying to help offense, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I can't imagine what Freddie Freeman's going to hit with no shift. Good Lord Almighty. Um, oh, man, I forgot where I was going. Oh, Kentucky, Florida. Man, Florida's on tape now, so I don't think it's going to be as easy. I mean, Utah, they had really no idea what to expect coming in. Yeah, they had Napier looking at him from Louisiana, but this is a whole different level of player he's got. So they were they didn't really have a, a huge idea. But Florida's on tape now, so, I mean, I know everybody's excited, but I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk some of these fans are predicting. Yeah, I mean, the other side of the coin's true. I mean, you've got arguably more tape on Kentucky than you have on Napier at Florida uh, because he's only been here for one game. Um, and, you know, if you truly make, you know, the old adage is you truly make your, your most improvement from the first game to the second, well, that better be for Kentucky because they, I mean, look, they were not good offensively the other day. They, they couldn't run the ball. They couldn't pass protect. And they've got to have that. I mean, the defensively, I think they're pretty good. But, you know, they, it, it, for them to stay in this game, they've got to be able to do some of the things they could not do against a Mid-American Conference team. Right. Are you going to give us your prediction? I don't think you gave us our prediction. No, I'm staying away from that. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, you know. Sometimes I will. Sometimes I won't. It just depends. If I think about it, I do. If I don't, I don't. Because I'm more interested in what you have to say. Cool. All right. I'll jump to my picks if you have time. If you need to get to another caller, no, I can do it real quick. I'm up to the top of the hour here. Tennessee, Pittsburgh. Uh, Pitt. Baylor, BYU. Uh, BYU. Appy State, A and M. Wake, Vandy. Uh, I'm going Vandy. Carolina, Arkansas. Arkansas. Alabama, Texas. Uh, Bama. And Gator scoring why? 21-14 Kentucky. I'm worried about it, but that's me. All right, man. All right. Corey, thank you. Uh, That's going to do it for our first hour again. Hope you enjoyed live in the studio. The NCA President Mark Emmert. We'll have a weather forecast for you coming up later in the hour for the rest of today and for tomorrow in the game. And, of course, we'll take your calls on Prognostication Friday. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Back for Hour 2.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with a click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to betterhelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Just two words, baby. Prognostication Friday. That's all you need to know. That's what it is today. Call us up, talk a little sports. Uh, and if you're a baseball fan, how about some of those rule changes? Pretty interesting. Um, not shocked by them, but the fact that they allowed, they're doing this now before this season is over is a bit strange. Um, Christina? And uh, company, our Jamie, are producing the program today. 
We'll take calls, 392-8255. You can email us, Russell, at WRUF.com. Austin is first. Austin, hello. Hey, Steve. Happy Friday to you. Yep, same here. Um, yeah, I'd like to uh, go ahead and get the pitch in. Okay. Uh, let's start at the top here. Uh, Alabama, Texas. I'm going to say uh, Alabama, but I think it'll be closer than people think. Carolina, Arkansas. Uh, I'm going to go Arkansas. Wake, Vandy. Uh, I like, uh, I'm going to go Vandy. Appy State, A&M. Um, I'm going to go uh, A&M. Baylor, BYU. Uh, I like uh, Baylor in that one. Tennessee, Pittsburgh. Uh, Pitt. And Gator scoring why? I'm going to say uh, 28-21 Florida. Um, I think that, uh, you know, it's close in the fourth quarter, and I think uh, Billy Napier uh, and uh, the team get a good defensive stop there at the end, and we win. Okay, fair enough. Uh, thank you, Steve. Austin, thank you. Hello, D. How are you? Hey, what's up, Steve? Beautiful hey. Friday, man. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go 27-20 Gator, Steve. Um, I, I just think, you know, Kentucky's they're injured, they're injured on the offensive line. They're injured in the running back area. Um, and look, Steve, there's, there's, I, I know Will Levis is highly touted, but there's been a lot of Gator, uh, you know, there's been a lot of highly touted quarterbacks that have come in the swamp and fell right on their face. Uh, I just remember Bo Nix in 2019. Uh, there's a lot of hype about him, and he was, you know, making mistakes everywhere. And, you know, <clears throat> if that offensive line is hurting, I expect our defensive line to get some pressure and, like you said uh, early in the week, man, Levis is—he's uh, been known—he's been prone to make mistakes. So, uh, and plus, you know, we got the revenge factor, Steve. Every there's a lot of players that remember, uh, you know, Kentucky fans storming that field last year. Uh, that was the first time they had uh, beaten Florida there in what thirty some years. So, uh, I just think there's going to be an urgency there tomorrow. Uh, enough patting on the back about beating Utah and this ranking. I expect a, a, a great urgency tomorrow. Like I said, I, I expect the Gators to, to come out and win. You know, D, I think that's the one of the keys for me. Um, look, great crowd, you know, season opener, Napier opener, new regime. Well, how do they respond now? You know, do they, or, or do they have the same uh, urgency? Do they have the same focus? Because, look, Utah's a good team, and, and I don't – I mean, they might end up 8-4, and four, who knows. But for this night, I thought they were a good team, and they were not affected by the crowd. They were not. They, they had very few penalties that were – you know, that the crowd affected. It really helped Florida more than it hurt the other team. I wonder if Kentucky will be the same. We will see. Yeah, hopefully they will get eight fall stars like we did last year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, D, thank you. That D just sent a cringe through the entire Gator Nation when he just said that. Uh, Tony, what's up? Hey, Steve, what's going on, man? Hey. Um, hey, Steve, great interview with uh, Emirate there. Uh, you know, it just shows the type of class you got, man, because there's many an interviewer that would have teed off on him there, man, and you kept it professional, so... I appreciate that, and I admire that, that you're able to keep it so professional, man. But it's not surprising. Well, the, let me just hey. say this before you go, Tony. The reason I did not, I mean, I, you know, I, I said there were a lot of people critical, uh, and I asked him, you know, some things the NCAA did not do. And I'm not, and I told him before we started, I said, there's a lot of things, Mark, I've really been critical of 
you know, in, in, in your tenure. And he just said, well, join the club or, you know, kind of laughed. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we could have had a, you know, an interview where I blasted, you know, the NCA and him, but I don't know what that would, you know, he's got a chance, you know, to here's, here's my, why, why does the process take so long when it comes to adjudication of, you know, when, when a team gets put on probation or whatever. So, you know, but I appreciate you saying that. You bet your butt. Um, Bye-bye shift. I love that rule change. Man, I want to see some more baseball, some more strategy, some more hit and runs now, some more people on base. I love getting rid of the shift, Steve. I just love it. Love it. Yeah, I, look, it's going to help offense, obviously. You know, how many times do you see stats now, because they keep everything, where, let's say, a lefty hitter, you know, he hits X when there's no shift, and he hits X when there is a shift. Well, if he's a dead pull hitter, you can't put more than two people on the right side of second base. So that's right. you would think that's going to help the hitter. And I love the, the, the caveat of they have to have their feet on the infield instead of that guy playing short right field. Right. That's awful. You know, I love that one. Hey, Steve, one thing about the Levis. You know, the uh, football nerds use those advanced analytics, man, the QBR, the points above replacement and all that stuff that you've heard. Levis's home and away splits are ridiculous. Like his away splits on the advanced analytics make him like a below average to, to almost bad quarterback. Um, he had all of last year, um, so it's quite a big of a, of a sample size. So I think this guy gets a little rattled on the road, man. At least that's what those uh, advanced analytical nerd numbers say. So we'll see how the swamp affects him. I guarantee you there's going to be more than two false starts, which is what Utah gave us. I assure you he's going to give us more. That that offensive line is going to give us more, especially with all the trouble that they're having. Let's do the picks, Steve. And, and let me also, that may be one reason why, because of what you just said. They've had to do uh -huh. some shuffling. And there's guys in there. First, it's a pretty young group. And secondly, you know, there's guys that are playing a bit out of position. They move from left side to the right side or whatever. So, yes, I think there's, there is certainly a better uh, possibility of what you're talking about. Correct. Uh, okay, here we go. Bottom up. Tennessee, Pittsburgh. I would love to go Pitt, man, but I think I've got to go Tennessee. It's going to set up a monster possibly in Neal uh, with the Gators. Okay. Baylor, BYU. Uh, I love Aranda, Baylor. Uh, Appy State, A&M. You know what? I'm tempted to go Appy State, man. I, I am going to go Appy State. How about that? Two wow. Appy State. Okay. Wake, Vandy. Uh, Hartman is back, so I'm going to go Wake big. Yeah. I mean, how rusty will he be? We don't know, but we're about to find out. Uh, Carolina, Arkansas. Um... Carolina's also having trouble on that offensive line, and uh, I'm going to go Arkansas. Yeah, you know, both teams kind of struggled a mm -hmm. little bit offensively last week. Yep. Um, let's throw Louisville-UCF in. You know, Louisville got upset by Syracuse. That was one of the biggest shockers of week one, if you ask me. Um, so I'm going to actually have them losing this one also. Okay. I'm going to have them going 0-2. Yep. And then Gator scoring why? Well, for the stuff that we talked about, and also, Steve, I think this is the first time in four years that you could pretty much say that Florida has the advantage on both lines of scrimmage. You couldn't say that in the last four years, Steve. And I asked myself, 
Two questions. Is Florida a better team this year than they were last year? That question to me is undoubtedly yes, for many, many reasons. And then I ask myself the same question. Is Kentucky a better team this year than they were last year? And that answer to me so far is no, not only because of the suspensions, because of what we saw on week one. That's a no. And based on all the things that they needed to beat us last year at their place, and they're coming to the Swamp this year, I got the Gators 31, Kentucky 17, Steve. Okay. Tony, thank you. Appreciate the call. One more thing about the baseball rules. I'm just kind of going over this now, and I'm envisioning this. Um, The pitch clock in the minor leagues, uh, they've been testing it there for a long time. Minor league games this season have consistently clocked at under two and a half hours. That's what baseball, Major League Baseball, is shooting for. So here's what this pitch clock is. Picture, catcher, pitcher, hitter, okay? The catcher has to be in position when the timer hits 10 seconds. The hitter has to have both feet in the batter's box and be alert, is what they're saying, at the 8-second mark, and the pitcher has to start his motion to pitch by the expiration of the clock. A violation by the pitcher is a ball. One by the hitter is an automatic strike. So, yeah. Um, and then shifting an infielder to play short right field or overshifting three infielders to the right side or whatever side is now illegal. I think these changes are good. All right, prognostication Friday. Megan Borowski, I think, will be here to uh, give us a weather update. Rogers picks. Uh, is it just me? Have we been able to get many more high-profile interviews of late? Only thing to make them better would be chats with some of the football staff. Well, that isn't going to happen. Billy Napier is a Nick Saban disciple, and unless those staff members are made available in the media scrum, uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, Arkansas pigs out in some cheap chicken meat. Bevo gets stomped by a raging elephant. Former national champion UCF Knights beat up on Louisville. Texas Agricultural Mechanical outworks the Mountaineers. You Toothless takes down the Panthers. Mormons are eaten by bears. Commodores flush the Deeks. And he says, your Florida Gators 27, the Kitty Cats 14. Why? Napier will have the team ready. They will not have the wild fluctuations in effort, attention to detail, et cetera, from game to game we've seen in the past. They know this is important more than last week. Additionally, he says, I have us going 3-0 and and losing at Tennessee, unfortunately. I look forward to your postgame. Uh, me too. One fourteen. time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Molly Cooper. The number 16 Gators volleyball team is playing two matches today in the Sunshine Invitational. In their first match, Florida swept Georgia Southern and looked to do the same tonight as they take on Florida Gulf Coast. Tune in for live coverage of the game right here at 715. After beating Utah 29-26, the number 12 Gators have another sold-out swamp to host a top 25 matchup against number 12 Kentucky on Saturday, September 10th. Coverage of the game starts right here at 3 p.m. tomorrow. 
The Rays start a three-game set in the Bronx tonight against the Yankees. They will look to pick up more ground in the division standings as they claw their way back from 15 games back to now a mere four and a half. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Molly Cooper. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys. Southeast Cards to see 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Folks, this is the place to go if you're looking for the best and late model low mileage vehicles. They've treated me, the Cousins family, so well over these years. They'll do the same thing for you. And the great thing about them is the quality of the vehicle, the fact they let you look at them for yourself. You can test drive whatever you need to test drive, and their sales staff is there to help, but never to be overbearing or hard sell you. Drive around town. Take a look around, and you'll see all the vehicles with Southeast Car Agency tags. That tells you something. In business over 40 years, longevity, quality, second to none. Go see them in person. Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles there. All the pertinent information is there, and the vehicles that come and go are always updated as they come into their lot. Go see them in person. You know what to do. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Rodiver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. 
Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash autoloan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. No purchase necessary. See website for contest rules. As you may have heard, Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And while it's great to be a Florida Gator, the most fulfilling aspect of partnering with the Gators is the ability to give back to our community. Please visit MeldonLaw.com to discover our community programs. These include the Meldon Law Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, Law Talk Live Radio Show, and the Veterans Making a Difference program. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Meldon Law Injury Lawyers Offices Gaines Lake City and Ocala. Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates at Daughtry Tree Service. There is no tree too tall. We do them all. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Thank you, Billy Napier. Well... Game two of the Gator football season is a night game. Kentucky's here. Our weather forecaster, Megan Borowski, is here. And first, Megan, I'm going to ask you about the rest of today because we've had, you know, we had three dry days. Mm-hmm. And then, um, for what this is my, <coughs> my meteorological knowledge here, I know a front was coming mm-hmm. and it rained. So you take over. What's the rest of the day first? On and off showers. We actually, here in Gainesville, we've got a couple of them uh, popping up over Latchwood County. There's one just to our east, um, and it's moving northeastward, but there's a, a little cluster uh, west of 75 that's going to impact uh, Tioga, Hale, that, that area, also Archer, as it moves to the, to the northeast. So we'll see an uptake in activity through the rest of the afternoon into the start of the evening. Most of that should move eastward um, by sunset. So on and off downpours, it's not going to be too pleasant if you want to go outside, and I, I advise against going outside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, let's start with tomorrow. Tailgating tomorrow. Yeah. All right. So, you know, unfortunately, I wish I had better news. We've got a front stalled overhead. We have a low-pressure center off the uh, central Gulf Coast, and uh, we'll likely have showers in the area. Can't guarantee it's going to rain exactly where you are. Or there's going to be thunder exactly where you are when you're tailgating. But there's elevated chances anywhere from about 1, 2 o'clock, uh, really approaching the kickoff time. 
And then at towards kickoff time, what might the weather be like? Chances are decreasing, at least for lightning. There still should be showers in the general vicinity, kind of like last week. We had that rain just as, you know, the, the gates opened up and it was it was a toss up for there for a while there. Um, but it does look like most activity, again, should be pushing to our north and east out of the Gainesville area as we get closer to kickoff. Is this an unusually wet weather pattern? Um, I don't know if I would say unusually unusually wet. I mean, it, it's just, it all depends on the, the prevailing wind directions. We have southwesterly winds that's helping to almost plow uh, elevated moisture inland and east and keep those rain chances elevated. For those who didn't listen last week, I'm going to ask Megan the same question, and I'm asking <laughs> it in a good way because having been here for a while, the first one, two, three games of the year at times, we've had storms here. We've had mm-hmm. bad storms here. We had to postpone. We're not seeing as much of that activity. Why? Um, I don't know if there's an actual answer to that. Okay. Um, I mean, it all depends on, again, the, the wind direction for the sea breeze showers and thunderstorms. If we have easterly winds, that's going to keep storms inland and west during the evening. So that could be why we've had to postpone in the past is if we've had those easterlies. Or hurricane development, things like yeah, that. Well, yeah, well, hurricanes, uh, the, the hurricane season is lagging a bit. I actually just um, was having a conversation with somebody a, about the the lag in the season so far. I mean, we do ha- we've had two hurricanes already. Earl is is northeast of Bermuda now, about fifteen hundred miles away from us. So, we have had activity. It just hasn't impacted us, um, which good. is a great thing. That's I'm good. not complaining. Yeah, that's good <laughs> about that at all. Um, but I think once our rainy season here is over, so the end of this month, middle of October, we can go back and, and look at the overall average pattern of the the wind flow really see you know has there been a stark difference between this rainy season and previous ones so bottom line for the rest of today <laughs> and tomorrow you better get bring something to have the rain gear yeah. with you i mean it's not going to be continually pouring non-stop but those the showers and storms will be around thanks to the disturbance okay always appreciate you girl thank you thanks steve yep uf weather forecaster megan borowski here uh, joining us on sports scene she'll do that again next week uh, for the usf game which starts a half hour later next week all right, we'll uh, take your uh, prognostication on Prognostication Friday, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Jonesy says, if Vandy wins against Wake, what does that tell you? The ACC extremely weak this year, or Vanderbilt's improved tremendously, maybe both. I got a real uh, weary feeling about this game. I believe Vanderbilt might prove some people wrong. Also, that'd be great for my Florida State Seminoles. Um, yeah, I mean, look. I, I, I kind of root for Vandy a little because they've been the doormat for so long. I, I think it's kind of good. Mike says his main concern for the Gators' defensive line didn't put any pressure on the quarterback. The effort inconsistent, just like last year. One player in particular, if he was double-teamed, didn't try to get off blocks. Well, I, I would disagree with that. I don't think you don't try to get off blocks. Maybe you can say he didn't get off blocks. That, that, uh, that's okay. Um, Bobby says, uh, you said Major League Baseball wants to keep games for two and a half hours. Why won't they sell more beer in three hours? Bobby, that's a great question. Baseball, like any sport, does research. And look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a deeper answer, Bobby, than what you're asking, but I'm going to give it anyway. Baseball used to be great because it's an untimed sport, Right? You go to the ballpark, you could enjoy the amenities there, the 
game was two hours, two and a half hours, three hours. Well, for whatever the reason, people don't like being at stadiums for long periods of time. They would rather go do other things. So no matter how much beer you can sell, they don't want to be in there to buy the beer. Baseball understands that. So, and baseball wants to have the pace of the game quicker, right? That's what this is about. It's about pace of the game, and it's about fairness, if you will, because, again, now you can't shift. If I'm a dead pull hitter, and I know there's baseball people, well, hit, learn to hit the other way. Well, yeah, I mean, there's something to that, but some hitters are pull hitters. Some hitters do not hit to the opposite field as well as, they use, uh, as, well as other people do. So, and he also picks Florida 27-24. Thank you, Bobby. And then <clears throat> I got my uh, Leonard's Loser email. Um, so here it is. Uh, Florida, Kentucky, this annual gathering has tightened up in recent years, but this version of Coach Napier's reptiles seem to be growing up fast. The swamp will be full of life this Saturday night, and these felines will be fortunate to get out alive. It's feeding time in the swamp, and the chomp will take a bite out of these cats. Leonard's loser, Kentucky. Those of you old enough to know Leonard's losers, Leonard Postosti, um, tribute to him. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Prognostication Friday, you can go online later and listen to our interview in studio with the NCA president, Mark Emmert, who was here live today. Uh, for two segments of the show. Uh, really enjoyed doing that. 128, time check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with the click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to betterhelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy, the Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. 
And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. We're all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. Summer items like garden hoses, pool toys, and lawn chairs are not recyclable and best donated to charity. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Hi, this is Dr. Kim Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. If you're nervous about going to the dentist, we may have a solution for you. It's called IV sedation. IV sedation has been a big hit in our office, and we've been able to help many get the dentistry they've been putting off for years because of it. IV sedation helps you relax and recover quickly with little or no memory of the procedure. Many of our clients won't even consider having their dentistry performed without it. Learn more about IV sedation at ExceptionalDentistry.com or call us today at 332-6725. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Increasing cloudiness today, highs in the mid to upper 80s, and numerous showers and thunderstorms are expected. Some could produce excessive rainfall rates. A flood watch is in effect for the Swanee Valley and the Big Bend through late Saturday, early Sunday morning. On top of that, a few thunderstorms this afternoon could get strong enough to produce damaging straight-line winds, maybe even a stray tornado. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. My Cleveland Cavaliers, 44 wins last year. Love the Cavs last year. Now I love them a whole lot more. So here's your roster. Come get some. Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, Kevin Love, and now Mitchell. Basketball's back in The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF everywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. About a half an hour left in today's Prognostication Friday. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. And again, uh, we'll do uh, Louisville UCF, South Carolina, Arkansas, Wake Vandy, Appy State A&M, Baylor BYU, Tennessee Pittsburgh, and uh, the Kentucky Florida score. I just wonder, I still think there is a lack of confidence. I mean, look, 
Florida got a big win last week, which you can take nothing away from. Were they fortunate to get the win? Yes. Yes. But look, good teams make their breaks. If you have a successful season, every game that you do uh, or you play is not going to be necessarily pretty. So you just have to take the win you get and go away. That's exactly uh, what I think has to happen here. Bill, uh, Steve, I love the baseball rule changes too. When do they go into effect? Next year. They go into effect next year. So they're doing this right away. I think that's good. And look, I was a little surprised they would announce it now, but I guess they voted on it, they make it public, and they go. Let's uh, get Jake to the show. Jake, hi. Hey, Steve. Um, I don't know if you've already gone over this. I haven't gone over it, but I was kind of curious. Do we have any updates on um, uh, players out for on our side and updates on who they've got out on theirs? Um. Rodriguez is probably not going to play. Um, he was okay, not on the de- on the depth chart. I think they do get back uh, the linebacker that was out. Um, uh-huh. I, but again, I don't know how many snaps he'll play. You know, Jordan somebody. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you know, again, how effective he's going to be? How many snaps does he play? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. And Florida is a very healthy football team right now that's awesome I, I got a question i think i know the correct answer but i want to make sure is uh etn is he a he's a true freshman right yes okay great boy he sure looked good i'll tell you him and uh montrell both even though montrell fumbled that one drive they both really looked good that was a real promising uh uh outlook from those guys hopefully don't say that way. Well, but, uh, going anyway, into going yeah. into the season, Jake. I mean, I think we all thought the running back room would be good, right? With Naquan uh-huh. Wright, you know, everybody yeah. else. Um, so, you know, I, that that didn't surprise me because I thought the offensive line would be better. You know, when you have two line coaches, it doesn't guarantee anything, but I think it's helped. You know, Torrance uh-huh. getting in there has certainly solidified that group. So yeah. I think, and and they put an emphasis on running the football. So yeah, all those things I think will pay dividends. I'd like to see uh, uh, our guy there back there, uh, quarterback seller we got. I think Van's like you know him like tucking the ball in, pulling it off, pulling it back out, take it off a couple times in that game. He could have probably made some real good yardage. I'd love to see him do that a couple times. He. Uh, yeah, he just looks so good on that big breakaway run that just gives you an idea of what he can really do. Yeah. But I wanted to go ahead and do the picks if that's okay. All right. Uh, Tennessee-Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm a little bit different than everybody else. It's going to be a tough game. I'm going to go with Tennessee. Baylor-BYU. That's even tougher. To me, that's pretty much a toss-up. I'm probably going to hate myself for doing that. BYU. Uh, Appy State A&M. A&M. Wake Vandy. Uh, I think Vandy's played better than people think, but Wake Forest. Carolina, Arkansas. 
Arkansas. Louisville, UCF. UCF. Gator scoring what? Uh, I was pretty close last week. I got lucky. Um, so I'll try the same numbers almost. Let's see. I'm going to say 27-24, Florida. Okay. Thank you, Jake. Appreciate your call. Chris, welcome to Sports Scene. Steve-O, uh, I haven't had a chance to call you since the Gator game. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, first off, as you know, I've called before, uh, and I loathe baseball. Uh, every year I try to get back into baseball. I haven't like paid attention since like the 80s when I was a kid and I collected baseball cards, but every year I get a fantasy baseball team, and I'm like, this is the year. This is the year I'm going to get back into baseball. And every year I'm just bored to death. And so I, I am super happy about these rule changes. I think bigger than the rule changes is the narrative around the rule changes, which is that Major League Baseball is admitting that what they were doing is not working. And, and I think it's because everything is driven by Twitter and TikTok and five-second highlights and people with ADD like me uh, who can't pay attention. And uh, and so they've said, you know what, like we're tired of fighting it and like the, the generation of fans is getting older and older and it's and it's not working, so let's do something different. And, you know, the thing that I couldn't stand about games is the it's like watching a bunch of guys with nervous tics step in and out of the box, adjust their gloves over and over. It's ridiculous. And so I'm so happy they're going to, like, speed the game up a little bit. And I, I'm going to try again next year to get back into baseball, and hopefully it works this time. Well, you know what's interesting? Um, there is still – uh, what's the word? I want? Not strife. Uh, differences between the players and Major League Baseball because the mm-hmm. players uh, who were on the competition committee voted unanimously against the pitch clock and against the banning of the shift. Well, yeah. I mean, I, well, I would have guessed the, the the shift, but I I think the the deal with um, the uh, pitch clock is because they know it's so hard for them to uh, go through um, their process of stepping in and out of the box, you know? Um, I, I just think I'm interested to see how this whole thing plays out. But um, uh, real quick on the Gator game from last week, I think the biggest takeaway from that is when you get a coach that comes in and preaches a micromanaging super detailed blue collar style i was nervous steve to be honest because a lot of the things that we heard from napier were the same things we heard from will muschamp and uh i thought that this guy might have a better top-down approach and um he definitely has coached under the right people but i was nervous because we've heard that whole thing before and to come away with a win what that does for the team is now they believe. Now they see like, oh yeah, this guy's seventeen and three in one score games. If we do exactly what he says, this thing can work. Um, so I still think there's a long way to go, and they're still super thin. The other thing that I take away from that game, Steve, is that if you had asked me a year ago that we were going to have a guy who ran the ball a lot, and wanted to win one-score games, I would have been really nervous about that. But 
with the thin defensive line we have, that's the smartest thing to do. Um, and, and I think it showed that we were able to – if we get into a shootout with somebody, it might not it might not work out for us. I'm, I'm very concerned about the Tennessee game. Um, but I think in these, like, tougher games, I think what he does is, is brilliant, and it showed uh, as the game wore on. All right. He knew what he was doing with the clock. So Thank you for your call, you. Matt. Yep, appreciate it. Um, I'm, was that – is this Matt? Hey, it's me. Okay, sorry. Did I? Are you still there? Steve. Yeah, I'm here, brother. Okay, Steve, go I ahead. Love yep. college football. I love, I love, love college football, Steve. Let's just run through these picks. Okay, uh, Louisville, UCF, UCF, Carolina, and uh, Arkansas. Arkansas. Appy State, A and M. Appalachia State. Wake, Vandy. <laughs> I would ask where that game is, but Vandy. it doesn't really matter. So I'll, just, uh, I'll take Vandy. All right. Uh, Vandy. Baylor, BYU. Baylor. Tennessee, Pittsburgh. Man, I want to root for Pittsburgh so bad, so I'll pick them. And then Gator scoring why? Steve, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm taking a bath in it as we speak. <laughs> I think this is going to be a epic game for – Anthony Richardson, I think he's going to have five total touchdowns, so I'm going to go ahead and call it 41-14. to 14. See wow. you on a Monday, Steve. All right, thank you. Wow. Uh, all right, uh, and then Daryl says with the shift in baseball, now that MLB is getting ready to shift, is college baseball next? It could. I mean, I don't know that it's always the case, but in many instances, college baseball does mirror what – uh, Major League Baseball does. We will see. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jack Alberstein. We've got another sold-out swamp tomorrow as the 12th-ranked Florida Gators take on the 20th-ranked Kentucky Wildcats. The Gators look to build off of the momentum from their win over Utah. Coverage begins right here tomorrow at 3 p.m. The Gators volleyball team plays again tonight in the Sunshine Invitational against Florida Gulf Coast after a 3-0 sweep of Georgia Southern this morning. Coverage begins here at 7.15 p.m. In MLB news, the Rays begin their series tonight against their division rival Yankees. Tampa Bay sits four and a half games behind New York out of first place in the AL East. Drew Rasmussen will take the mound for the Rays. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jack Alperstein. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You know, folks, I recently spoke to my friend and trusted realtor Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. As the real estate market continues to shift and home sellers like you have serious questions about when to sell and for how much, or what if you need to buy and also have a home to sell? Well, that's why you need to get to know Scott Caldwell like I have. He's a great guy, the only agent I trust to sell my home because he's helped hundreds of families just in this year alone. Trust Scott to help you sell fast and, most importantly, for the most money, no matter what your situation is. He's got upfront written guarantees and thousands of buyers giving you the added confidence to sell right now. And don't forget this. He will sell your home 
at your agreed-to price and time frame, or he will buy it. It's that simple. So call Scott today to get more information. 352-209-0000. 352-209-0000. Or visit callwellhasthebuyers.com. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. The future is now. This is Gators head football coach Billy Napier. Join Sean Kelly and the rest of the broadcast team as they bring you Gator football all season long. The Gators begin SEC play against the Kentucky Wildcats. Kickoff is set for 7 Eastern, 6 Central, with pregame starting at 4 Eastern, 3 Central. On your home for Florida football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. 
right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Paul's got Pittsburgh, Baylor, A&M, Vandy, Arkansas, UCF, Gators 28-14. Kentucky keeps it close, but Gators pull away late. Napier does a good job of keeping the team's feet on the ground after a big week in the national spotlight. All right, final segment. Still time for your questions, calls, comments, and picks. Steve, you're up. How are you? Hey, Steve, thank you. Uh, This is Phil. Steve, I'm headed to the game tomorrow. Could you explain to all the fans uh, what the – Looks like it might rain tomorrow. Can you explain to the fans what the rules are on the rain delays, postponements, or et cetera, and how a uh, maybe an hour or even an hour and a half of rain will affect the ball game tomorrow? Thank you. Okay, thank you. Um, there's no way I can do that. There's no way in the world. I mean, I'm not avoiding the question, but how do I know how much rain falls? How do I know, you know, how does it affect? Yeah, I, I can't answer that. Yeah, that's going to have to be when the two teams go out there. Now, as far as the delays, how do I answer that question too, right? If if you go out and start play and lightning hits, then there's a set amount of time you have to sit out for a lightning delay. Does that have any effect on any of the teams? Because what's going to happen is if that happens and one team comes out sluggish and the other team comes out you know, really hot, then the rationale is going to be, well, one team handled the rain delay well and one team didn't. Well, how do we know that? Maybe one team just came out hot. So I can't answer the question because there's too many variables to answer. But I can tell you this, with a lightning delay, I think it's an eight-mile radius, and then there's a certain amount of time they have to wait until that takes place. And then as far as a lot of rainfall is concerned, that's there's no way uh, until you see what happens when both teams are out there. Uh, okay, Larry and his picks. Uh, he says picking Louisville because he doesn't like UCF. Uh, he's picking. Well, uh, he, he says Carolina, Arkansas, go SEC. Well, it's South Carolina though. Um, Appy State and A uh, and M. He he's trying to get me to use the uh, Appy State Carolina game last week. He missed a good one. App State, because my granddaughter's a graduate. I don't like Jimbo Fisher. Wake, Vandy, go SEC. Baylor, BYU, picking the Baptist over the Mormons. Tennessee, Pitt, go SEC. UF, 31, Kentucky, 28. Why? He's a homer. Okay. Thanks, Larry. Andrew, you're up. How are you? Hey, uh, Steve. Um, Have a good weekend there. Whatever travels take you, I guess not far to the Gator game. You lucky dog, you. Yep, uh, that's a good perk, living in town. Yeah, well, I miss I miss my days when I could get over to the stadium. But anyway, on those baseball uh, rules, time will tell about that timing thing. I think it's going to throw a few pitchers off as far as, you know, their command and control. Because they kind of like to gauge that with, you know, sometimes they just walk around the back of the you know, pick up the rods and bag. Now they got to be conscious of what they're doing out there. You know, can't be adjusting their belts or nothing, you know? Well, let me give you an analogy, okay? I watch college baseball all the time. It doesn't affect them at all. 
doesn't. No. You, yeah, you adapt to a rule. Right. You adapt to a rule. If you've got 20 seconds to pitch, then you pitch in 20 seconds. And if you don't, you get penalized, and eventually you're going to. So, oh, that was the other question I had. What What is the penalty? Do they just have – it's like you get a ball called against you yes. or something? If, if, it's, if the pitcher doesn't pitch it, it's a ball. If the hitter doesn't get in in time, it's a strike. Uh-huh. Well, I'll, I'll, you know, be willing to take – take a, you know, be open-minded and open arms with the new rules, of course, if you're not – not anything you can do about it, but – one of the well, things that they're doing with that automatic man on second base and the extra innings, I have never taken to that and don't particularly like it, Steve. But again, the reason they're doing it is because their research says the games are lasting too long. So that's a way to make offense happen to make the game end sooner. Yeah, well, I'll agree with that. And from a business standpoint, it's a good idea. Um could I do the picks now? Not that I'm going to get them all right, but I'd like to try. All right. Louisville, UCF. UCF. South Carolina, Arkansas. Arkansas. Wake Vandy. Wake Forest. Appalachian State, Texas A&M. Oh, Texas A&M, I believe. Tennessee, Pittsburgh. Oh, I like Tennessee in that. Baylor, BYU. I'm going to go with uh, BYU. Gator score and why? Gator score is um, going to be something like 35 to 28. And uh, why? Because I think Anthony's going to improve his passing game. And I do think Kentucky, despite those offensive line woes, I, I think I think Levis is going to throw some long ones over the top and actually connect, Steve. All right. Andrew, we'll see. Thank you for your call. John, you're our final caller. Hello. Hey, Steve. Did you um, did you mention the field last week? I mean, the, obviously they didn't let the band on the field. They were out there filling divots for halftime. Was, was there an issue besides the rain? Or no, what was going not as on? far as I know. I think it was just the rain. Now, you know, sometimes when you have, you know, a first game, uh, could there be some issues with the field because it hasn't been played on and all that? That's way past my pay grade, but I think it was mostly because of the weather. Yeah, and I'm assuming the band thing is not forever. It's just it was too wet for that game. I would assume that. Field. I don't know the answer to that, but I would assume that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the um, on the baseball, I, I heard you mention the throw pitchers throwing over on runners. What was the the new rule on that? They are limited in the number of times uh, that they can throw over there. Um, I think it's two per hitter. Really, that that is a huge advantage to the runner. If they if they if they can get you to throw twice, they know you're not throwing. Wow. Right. Now you that, can that, you know you can do a longer hold. Right. Doesn't it, there's no nothing with that. So yeah. if I've already thrown over twice. Could I do a little longer hold to, to, to keep them there? Yes. But think about it, okay? That's the only thing I can do. Now, what I don't know is, which is not made clear, supposing I've thrown over there twice, right? Mm-hmm. And now the runner takes off. Exactly. I have a right to throw step over there. Off and I have a right to throw <laughs> over there because the runner has initiated something. 
Yeah, I can. This is this is going to make it base running. It's going to add an extra level to base running, which is going to kind of be fun, actually, because because I think pitchers will not throw over the second time because they can't not have one in their back pocket. You know, otherwise the runner knows they're going home. First movement gone. Right, but remember, you can still do a hold. You know, you can still do a longer hold. Yes, you have to go home. But you still have to wait to that leg to be picked up. And the other thing is, if you can make a third pickoff attempt, but if it isn't successful, it's a balk. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, that, that changes it a little bit. Um, if a runner is on, they have 20 seconds to throw home. Is that right? I believe that was what the rule was, yes. Okay. Yeah, 20 seconds so with runners from, on, from, yes. From when, though? When the catcher catches the ball the clock starts or do we not know that yet no you you've uh, you have a pitch clock of 15 seconds with the bases empty 20 seconds with runners on so when runners are on the pitch clock starts you go okay okay all, all right, right john Steve, thank you for your call thanks. that'll do it for our prognostication friday hope you enjoyed the interview with the nca president mark emmert live here in studio you can go on social media on our website and check out the entire interview thanks to the gang here producing Jamie, Christina, etc. We will talk to you tomorrow, 3 o'clock on the first and 10 pregame show. I'm Steve Russell, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville-E251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM 850A.